This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, later on this hour, we will be talking about the migrant beatdown of the NYPD, that mob of illegal migrants that are seen on videotape. It's the videotape that everybody around the world is talking about. I had friends overseas today that they were calling me and they're like, what is going on in New York? Because they see these images and it epitomizes the problems with the wide open border. It epitomizes the problem in our justice system. Soft on crime, D.A. Alvin Bragg and so much more. And now we're hearing that at least four of the migrants got on a bus with a nonprofit group. They gave a fake name, apparently, but that there was a worker on the bus or someone nearby that noticed that they were the ones who everybody was looking for because they saw their pictures everywhere. And remember, they can't even arrest them technically now because they let them out. They did arrest them originally, but remember, they let them out on no bail. So when you're out on no bail, there's they're not a violation, if you will, right now, because the only thing that could happen is if Alvin Bragg were to change the charges against them. But the charges also are felonies, and they're up to seven years. So how could this be that you have these people? A number of them had priors, too, in their background. Alvin Bragg today is like, I brought up the analogy, Abbott and Costello, like, oh, 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 well, we're trying to get clarification of their role in the beating and to try to figure it out. And that's why, until then, that's why we didn't really do these serious charges. How does that make any sense? And this is the guy, remember, who went after Jose Alba, the bodega worker who since left the country because he got thrown in Rikers for protecting himself. And yet these guys that are seen on videotape beating cops go through the revolving door of New York justice. And Alvin Bragg didn't even really seem too concerned today. There was a law enforcement meeting with Governor Kathy Hochul and with a whole bunch of D.A.'s. And after the meeting, she comes out with flanked by all these other DAs. But Alvin Bragg was conspicuously not there by her side at the press conference. And then they ask Alvin Bragg, first he dodges the media. Then they ask Alvin Bragg, hey, um, you know, why are these guys out? And then he gives that wishy-washy answer. And he didn't even seem too concerned that he let some bad guys out. And why would they ever come? And, the, you know, why would they ever show up in court? There's no way that they would ever show up in court. And this is exactly the ideal reason for a flight risk. You've got illegal migrants who list a city shelter as their address. They have priors, and you think it's okay to let them out, and he seemed like no big deal. This guy needs to be removed. And Governor Kathy Hochul, who has the ability to do that, 
Uh, I hope that she actually starts to think about it. This guy has just been such a disaster, so dangerous for New York City. And he continues, like, unabated, no big deal. We're just kind of investigating it more. The guys are now on a bus on the way to California, supposedly. They probably know that they've been made, so they probably got off at one of the stops, never to be seen again. And the bus was headed right for the border there in California and Mexico, So I think we know where they're headed. They're from Venezuela. They can't go back there. Imagine if they committed the crime there. uh, They wouldn't be laughing and giving the finger to the media. That's for sure there. No wonder they're not wanted in in, uh, Venezuela. Because you commit crimes in Venezuela, probably. They probably have a rap sheet a mile long in Venezuela, and we just don't even know about that either. But I am so disgusted when I see this video and I see the impact that it has on our NYPD, our great men and women in law enforcement and what they have to deal with is just disgusting. What are your thoughts, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. First off, here is Governor Kathy Hochul today now with a stronger message of what she thinks should happen to the migrants. Get them all and send them back. You don't, you don't touch our police officers. You don't touch anybody. Thank you, everybody. And Tom Holman, who we've had here on the show many times. I love Tom Holman, former ICE director. This is what he has to say, because he said Hochul is doing a bit of a word salad. No, I don't, I don't believe a single word she says. Her actions speak louder than words. If she meant what she said then why does she have a state law that, that prevents ICE from arresting an illegal alien on the way to court, in court, or the way home from court? Why does she have the green light law that, that prevents ICE from getting access to New York State DMV data or criminal history data? Matter of fact, every law enforcement agency in New York has to sign a promise that if they share any of this data with ICE or the Border Patrol, they lose their access to DMV data. So, you know, why is she asking for $2.8 billion to resettle illegal aliens in her state if she's really serious about this? There's four things she can do right now to, to, to take action. But, again, she don't mean what she says. She, 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 she's an open borders governor. She's opened the state up to illegal aliens. She's enticed them to come to New York. They can I come there. Not only they can get a driver's license, they can get a job. And they're protected from law enforcement because they're a sanctuary city. And again, today she's parsing words saying, you know what, uh, based on the crime, this would have still fit under the bail laws to lock these people up. So then the next question the reporter should be is, well, are you going to ask, you know, Bragg to resign? Are you going to remove him? Because why would you have somebody like that who you say send these people back, deport them? We're also hearing now uh, that the attorney general of New York is also encouraging the same thing, saying not in terms of Bragg, but saying that uh, she's angry about these people, what they've done to the NYPD. But guess what? There have been attacks on NYPD, sadly, quite a bit. We had the head of the Police Benevolent Association, Pat Hendry, and he was saying there's been hundreds of attacks on law enforcement just in the last year alone. Where were they on the outcry on all of that? I didn't hear anything. It's only because in this case, apparently there was a civilian who was filming it And that footage was coming out, and that's why the NYPD then decided to put this out. That's one of the stories that we're hearing. And it's only because we can all see it clear as day what's going on there that now they are speaking out. They should have been speaking out about those other 600-plus attacks on law enforcement. Why were they not banging their wrists now? And even the first time when they were asked about it, it was sort of this wishy-washy answer. I'm glad they stepped up. 
I think it's important, but also to just make a statement and not do something to change the system, that's not a good thing either. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Donald, line five. Uh, Donald, your thoughts about all this? Well, Rita, hi. So, you know, Governor Hochul's comment is really just, again, too little, too late, and to, to paraphrase you, just drip, 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 which is really just tantamount, you know, to nothing more than lip service and a kind of uh, mirror image of, of Cuomo's, you know, former comment to, to, to that regard regarding the, the district attorney, where he comes out with this disingenuous veiled threat of, you know, uh, he's not really upholding his position and he has the power to remove him or not. But but then again, it 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 died as quick as he, he said it because, you know, and, and this may be one of the reasons why they, they, he thought of this favor with the Democratic Party, because, you know, when they go against any of their uh, platforms, you know, it's it's uh, kind of the beginning of the end. By the way, so, did you and look at Adams in the case of Eric Adams when he started speaking out about yeah, the border yeah. and Biden? Suddenly they go over and they grab his phone um, and they're like, OK, we're investigating you. Uh, but 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 you got to speak out. It's so obvious. It's right there on videotape, Donald. I mean, that's the thing. And you hear what I'm saying, too. Some of this is just uh, politically expedient for them because it's so obvious. It's so blatant. And there's such outcry. And you know the thing that's going to happen, too. I mean, we know this is going to be going on and on and on because this video, it's on tape, you know, and I've already seen a whole bunch of ads coming out even just recently um, for the race in uh, New York. Of course, you look at like in Nassau County and you look at what's happening over there and a whole bunch of the different races. They're putting out the videotape saying, hey, this candidate uh, doesn't back law enforcement or supports open borders. This other one does. And they're playing that videotape. They're playing again. Also, obviously, what's going on at the border. And it's damning. It's damning. But, but you're right. It's just all lip service until they actually do something. And what do you expect when you have a big old neon sign that says, Hey, we're a sanctuary city. And these people, they know, I just told you they're going to California. So they're leaving one sanctuary state to another sanctuary. You know, it's like, oh, great. Who else will take us in? And I was reading in California some of the things they do in terms of not just housing, but health care, food, you know, vouchers. It's even sweeter in some of the places there in California. And you got sunshine, you know, and you don't have uh, you don't have crazy people on the subways. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Alan, line one. Alan, your thoughts. Hey, uh, Rita, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, First, first I want to say that Kathy Hochul is a big phony. She's the one that signed all this, you know, current legislation backing up, I think, what Cuomo signed with the no bail stuff. So the New York State Legislature, the New York City Council, and Governor Hochul are all complicit in the causation of all that we just saw with this, uh, with the migrants attacking the police. And I'm going to put to you that they all are derelict in their office. They're derelict in their duty, and they violated their oaths of office, all of them. 
because they're putting the police lives at risk. They're putting our lives at risk. And uh, that shouldn't that shouldn't be happening. It shouldn't have happened. Yeah, I, I by the way, I do think there needs to be more public outcry to your point. And I also think, you know, it it is interesting, the timing right now, because, of course, it's an election year and they're still being careful of not blaming President Biden. It's hard when it's in your own party, but uh, courage sometimes is hard. And courage is also important and needed right now because our country's fallen apart. And the fact that we have law enforcement that are so demoralized, they're like so down in recruitment because who wants to be a cop right now? You know, they are they are like exponentially down in recruitment. And do you think that video, if you show that video, who would want to be a police officer right now in a city where nobody stepped in? That's the other issue. Uh, the migrants have free reign. These people are back out on the streets. You don't get paid that much. Now they're asking you to fill out more paperwork. They're pulling solitary confinement. And now we still want you to do your job and be in probably one of the most dangerous times in New York City. That That is just that is a combination for disaster and not just for the police, who I love, but also for community safety. So that's why we all absolutely have to care about it. It is not just a police issue. We need to back them and we need to support them for the community's sake because there are so many reasons here. We're going to continue your calls after the break, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. What do you make of these politicians flipping and flopping all over the place? You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine. But lately something's changed. It ain't hard to define. Jesse's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine. And she's watching him with those eyes. And she's loving him. We are like playing all the hits tonight with a little bit of Rick Springfield here on a Friday night here on the Rita Cost. I think we need to put it up a little bit. Come on, here we go. You know, I feel so dirty when they start talking cute. I want to tell her that I love her, but the point is probably moot. Because she's watching him with those eyes. And she's loving him with that body. And what perfect timing. Stan is on the line here. There's such a love affair with me and Stan. Stan, uh, that's my dedication to you on this Friday night. Hey. 
It ain't cousin. Hey, it ain't cousin Brucey. It's cousin Rita tonight. There you go. You got it, cousin you got Rita. No, let him do. Let him do the talk show. You can do the music, cousin Rita. Yeah, by the way, we have some good music tonight, don't you think? Not Stan? really. I don't like that song. What do you much. like, Stan? What song would you like? Well, I'd like to hear uh, what you wouldn't play these songs, but what? I mean, uh, I'd like to hear my old friend, uh, the great Jackie Wilson. Oh, the rest of oh wow! Wilson. Yes, the yes. Man had moves. You could, he'd, be, he'd be running through uh, the streets. He was that good. He yeah, was, uh, yeah, you know, absolutely. Jackie Wilson. Had a stroke, young man. Terrible. Oh, all right. Look, you have good taste there. I knew it, Stan. I knew it. So now tell me what you think about all the stuff with the NYPD. This is just, it is so disturbing, Stan. Two things. First, uh, I want to know something. Now, I'm glad these cops, you know, are all right. I hope they're okay. And so, yes. Why the hell? I mean, what's wrong with these two guys that they didn't draw their guns and kill these people? Why didn't they draw their guns? Now, they're outnumbered, what, 10 to 2, I think it was? I, I'm glad they're okay. And and, by, and by the way, Stan, there were reports that it might have been like 14 people uh, surrounding them. So that's a lot. Who cares? Hey, you're outnumbered. The gun equalizes the situation. You say, stem back or I'll blow, I'll shoot. I mean, they let themselves get beat up. I wouldn't draw the gun. That's why they got it. That's the opportunity. They don't normally would do it, but that is the opportunity. I mean, I would have drawn the gun, and I know Rita Cosby, if she was a cop, would have drawn the gun. I would so, have. You're right. But now, you know what? And I, I wondered the same thing, Stan. And also a taser. I didn't see them, like, grab a taser or anything else either. Um, I don't know why they didn't. Maybe I can only surmise either two things. Either one, it just caught them so flat-footed they were surprised because it suddenly just happened so quickly and they were being kicked and punched and all that and maybe couldn't get to a gun. Um, the other thing is they're scared right now to, like, start pulling out their weapon because they're going to be accused that you could see where they're thinking, oh, God, okay, these are these migrants. These are the, you know, who knows what was going on in their head. There are a lot of officers these days that are afraid to really take actions because they're afraid they're going to get hauled into internal affairs. They're going to get questioned. They're going to get this. Um, but what? You think it warranted it if they had opened fire on these guys? What, do you think it should have been okay, Corral? I think, first of all, I think they should have done it. Uh, they would have been defending themselves. As you said, it was video. Everybody would have applauded. The sec now, I think, is what's going to happen quietly. I think they're going to be reprimanded to some extent for not defending. I mean, they have to. Look, there's an opportunity to use a gun. You don't want to use it in the last case. But this was the case. Yeah, you know, you know the problem is the poor uh, NYPD stand there. Damned if they do, damned if they don't. Um, and these days, there is so much going on in their mind, and I hope they don't get reprimanded. They deserve a medal uh, for, sir, you know, for dealing with those creeps. And I hope those creeps get apprehended, but I have no faith in it. And boy, Alvin Bragg, boy, you blew this one. Cosby is on.
Jackie Wilson, but it is Hall and Oates. Here we go. I think we're coming to the chorus. Here it is. Like a walk down memory lane tonight here on the Rita Cosby Show. I love this. This is awesome. Well, one thing I certainly don't love is the beat up of the NYPD. What did you make of what Stan was saying? That they should have pulled out their guns and opened fire. Obviously, it's in the middle of Times Square. It's pretty busy at that time. So I think that that could be a pretty dangerous situation. Even though I wonder where all those people were. Who was the person who was filming it but not intervening? And where were the Good Samaritans? And, in fact, today we heard comments from the attorney for Daniel Penny. Remember, that's that Marine uh, who, of course, is dealing with some very serious charges because he intervened on the subway. And he was saying the same thing, like, where were these people? And are people afraid to step up now? And to step in and do the right thing because, A, people are nuts, and, B, they're afraid that they're going to get charged. And maybe that was going through the cops' mind, too, that they were afraid that they would be crossing the line if they fought back. Are we at that sad position in life right now and that sad situation for our cops? How are they going to do their job? How are they going to protect us? Well, I did a brand-new podcast. You know, I do a weekly podcast called Protecting America. And this week... I spoke to Ed Mamet, retired NYPD captain. He also hosts a podcast called Cop Talk with he and Kevin Schroeder on WABC Radio. Posted every week, Cop Talk, and they always have great discussions about law enforcement. He's been in the NYPD, retired, but was there for about 40 years. So he knows what he's talking about. And listen to this exchange. Uh, the full podcast just went up a few hours ago. you got to check it out again. It's Protecting America with Rita Cosby. We talked about this case and what's happening to the morale of the NYPD and so many police departments across the country. But listen to what he says has contributed to really moral decline. Why is there such a breakdown that this could happen where, you know, a mob of migrants are beating up on two cops and nobody does anything? What's going on? Well, I think it uh, has to do with the current administration who is not um, taking a serious look at this. You have a problem with the district attorney here in Manhattan. Um, the judges are, are, are bound by the, the silly no bail laws. These people should have been... Uh, this bail would be set. They couldn't make the bail. They wind up in Rikers Island, and they sit there until the next court appearance. And then they should be deported. But they're getting away with these things. And the, the fact that they fled to California, if that's true, it's, it's unbelievable. They're here illegally, and they're getting away with these things that uh, no one else could get away with. You couldn't get away with it. I couldn't get away with it, but they will. And, boy, he is so correct. you got to listen to the whole conversation. It is so powerful. We just put it up. So wherever you listen to your podcast, Protecting America with Rita Cosby, we talk a lot about this case. It was eye-opening. And also, if you see what's going on in the border, it is eye-opening. You think about it. Under this president, we have had anywhere from 6 to 8 million cross the border, about 1 to 2 million gotaways that we have no clue about. Look at the damage that just a few of them caused brazenly there in Times Square. And you know it's not the first time they've crossed the line because they clearly also, a number of them have priors. But they 
just didn't care that they were beating up two cops in the middle of Times Square. They could care less. And then when the media comes and after their release, they're giving the media the finger. They're laughing. They're smiling like, ha, 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 America. It just represents everything that is so wrong with our wide open borders and, again, our justice system. There are so many problems here. And I just when I see the little smug face, I get so angry. And here they are taking advantage of taxpayer migrant shelters, taxpayer food. We just did, by the way, uh, a new deal with millions upon millions of dollars with local hotels. You can't make it up. They just signed a new deal. And there was also a deal with extra money on credit cards that are going to migrants across New York and elsewhere. Uh, I mean, what is going on with these people? What is going on? It is insane. And here is Ted Cruz, who says that this doesn't just happen at a local level. Obviously, the blame starts at the top, and he says it starts at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. How this crisis happened. Joe Biden inherited incredible success. He inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. And Joe Biden deliberately caused this crisis. And you put your finger on the three decisions he made all in his very first week in office that caused this crisis. He immediately halted construction of the border wall. He reinstated the disastrous policy of catch and release. And he ended the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico agreement. And that took the lowest rate of illegal immigration and it caused it to explode. We now have the highest rate in history. 9.6 million illegal immigrants have come into this country. And Joe Biden wants it. It's deliberate. He could fix it tomorrow. If he reversed those three decisions, he's not willing to. And I got to say, you're also right on killing this bill. Look, the Speaker of the House has said this Senate bill is dead on arrival. It has no chance of passing. And so I asked my Republican colleagues, why are, are you putting forward a bill that doesn't fix the problem, doesn't secure the border, but that gives Democrats an excuse to do what you just played Kareem Jean-Pierre doing, saying, oh, well, we would fix the border. But the Republicans didn't pass our bill that would never have fixed the border. It is ridiculous. It is playing into Chuck Schumer's hands. And I think we need to demand, fix it, solve it. And I'll tell you, there's only one way we're going to solve it. And that is to throw Joe Biden out of office yeah. to elect Donald Trump in November. Uh, and boy, the stakes couldn't be higher. You look at Texas, too. Texas is now adding more razor wire. State of Florida, DeSantis sending National Guard uh, to work and help Florida State Guard also going down there to help secure the border, saying, we're going to hold the line with you. Uh, it is like a, a Texas standoff down there that's going on. And meantime, as we're dealing with obviously all the open border issues, we're also dealing with the disparagement of our great NYPD tonight. This just coming in, there were anti-Israeli protesters at Columbia University in New York City. It's from the group called All Out for Palestine. It was a demonstration that started around 3 o'clock, and it continued for many hours. And then when the NYPD was trying to break it up, they called them KKK. They said NYPD, KKK, IDF, they're all the same. And then, get this, they said, it's right to rebel, NYPD burn in hell. It's right to rebel, NYPD burn in hell. That's what they were chanting. So what are what is going on? There is so much disrespect for law enforcement. They're juggling all these different personalities, all these people spewing hate. 
and burning the American flag. And what the heck are we doing? I mean, the poor cops can't do anything. They're getting shouted at. They're getting screamed at. A couple of the people did get arrested. Thank goodness. Uh, I'm sure they're out already, of course, on bail. Uh, but that seems to be par for the course. If you're going to let migrants out who beat up cops out on jail, you know that these guys are getting out with zero bail. You know that. That's that's a done deal. But this disrespect for police officers at every single turn has to stop. And I think it's all sort of all coming together, sadly. And again, it comes from the top. The message from the top is go ahead and do it. And we're not going to condemn you for it. The president still has not said these protests should stop. He hasn't said anything because he doesn't want to lose votes. And he doesn't want to have the border closed uh, because the only reason he's even talking about the border now is it's because it's an issue on the campaign trail. He sees the polls and he's trying to pretend like he's doing something. You could bet the day after Election Day, if he gets reelected again, if you think you've seen an open border, it ain't nothing. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Gracie, line two. Gracie, your thoughts. My thoughts are, of course, number one, I love the show at five o'clock with you. And no, I really do. You you. learn so much from it. Okay. Everything that was. Isn't it a fun show? John Katsimatidis and I have so much fun. We have. So it's, it's like. It's like a fun dinner party, I tell everybody, because we got so many different guests and the greatest guests and the smartest guests that are in the studio. And John is brilliant. I love it. Oh, John is wonderful. You got, and uh, I love the judge. Now, everything, the judge, everything that was said, but I can't believe in three years we are living in a dark comedy. I really mean it. I cannot believe what uh, Biden, but it's not his, uh, you know, his handlers has created in this country. And the police could not, cannot do anything. They're surrounded by 12 people. It's too late. Pull a gun, they'll end up in jail. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. Maybe a bunch of retired policemen a whole bunch of them could take to the streets and protest. Everybody else is protesting. We have to protest and say we don't want what's going on. But I don't even know if it can be solved, the problem. I know. We're so far down. I agree with you, Gracie. And, you know, I like your idea. It would be great to have a whole bunch of, like, former law enforcement marching through the streets to show support for NYPD. That would be a great thing. But you heard what I brought up. I think there were so many things. A, I think they were caught off guard. B, I think they also uh, were outmatched with all of those people suddenly punching them. I also think they were afraid you can't open, you know, pull out your gun in the middle of Times Square. I mean, that's, you know, it was uh, even though you don't see anybody intervening, who knows what was going to happen at that moment? What if they grabbed the gun? You know, I mean, there's so many things that are just really, really scary it's it's crazy. And if, boy, if these guys get reprimanded, as Stan was saying, uh, that would really be shameful. But I hate to say it. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Alvin Bragg will arrest them. Right. And put them and they won't get bail. Right. I, that, that's Alvin Bragg's New York. Welcome to Alvin Bragg's New York. Gracie, thank you very much. Let's go to Robert in Suffolk. Robert, your thoughts about this horrible case. Hi, it's Maria. Good evening. I disagree with Stan. The situation was too dangerous for them to try and use their service weapons. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, someone else could have gotten hit. Yeah, and you heard what I said. They could have, like, grabbed the gun. They could have done who knows what. You know, there's so many questions. It's And, and you're in Times Square, and it wasn't that late. There were a lot of people. That That is just it, – it's so dangerous, so dangerous. And those guys, they probably would have grabbed them. You know, they don't seem to care. They have the revolver I'm talking about. They have no respect for law enforcement because they totally cross the line. That's the kind of these are animals. I don't even consider them, you know, human beings. What they did, they're just so despicable. And I hope that we find them again. I have no faith we will because they're on a bus to Neverland right now. And the other ones, who knows where they are. They've probably left, headed back somewhere and probably laughing to the bank. And boy, what a sad state of affairs that is. Uh, and I just, I pray for our officers every single day. Thanks so much, guys. When we come back, we're going to continue taking your calls. And now we go to our support, our heroes segment, where we honor our great veterans and also their families. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support Our Heroes segment. Tunnel to Towers does such incredible work to help our military and first responder heroes. And this is a really powerful story coming from Cowansville, Pennsylvania, where members of veterans organizations from across Armstrong County, Pennsylvania, converge at an American Legion post to honor and recognize many of the veterans in their community. One of them who was recognized, and the commander there is Commander French of the Post. He had the honor of introducing World War II veteran Danny Bish. He was honored with the Veteran Lifetime Achievement Award. He is now 80, uh, 98 years young. 98, good for him. Veteran Bish served in the U.S. Navy on a transport ship in both the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans, his mission in the Navy was to move both war supplies and people to and from the theater of operations. After the war, the veteran served many years at the Armstrong County Honor Guard. Bravo to him and to all the other great, great veterans. Uh, boy, I wish he has so many stories, I'm sure, of his time and obviously continues to give back at the beautiful age of 98. We always love seeing our veterans deeply, deeply honored, especially those from the greatest generation. And, of course, everybody, help America to never, ever forget. All you have to do is donate $11 a month. That's all it is. And, boy, does it make a huge difference. Donated to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Simply go to T2T.org, T2T.org. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show.
Love Song Friday here on the Rita Cosby Show with a whole bunch of old songs. I love it. Some great oldies. Uh, by the way, there is a silver lining that we did learn today, and we learned it from Puxatani Phil, uh, because he did not see his shadow on the ground. Uh, and remember, if you see the shadow, it means it's going to be a long winter. Bill de Blasio wasn't around to drop him. Remember when that happened? He's made two mistakes. He dropped Puxatani Phil. I think it was a different name, but it was similar. It was probably his brother. And then remember, he ate pizza with a fork. Those are two no-nos, right? So in this case, uh, Puxatani Phil did not see his shadow. So that means we will have an early spring. So let's hope that Phil is correct. He knows that Bill de Blasio is not around, so he's safe and sound. And hopefully that is a good barometer of nice sunshine and warmer weather coming. Finally, we deserve it after what has been such a crazy, crazy, crazy week. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Joaquin from Pennsylvania. Go ahead, Joaquin. All those songs, uh, Hall of Notes, Your Kiss is on my list. They were all playing. I think that came out 44 years ago when I was going out with my wife. Oh, how memories, right? I mean, it's like I like I remember them from my, you know, like uh, my early uh, my early school days. They are so fun and so great. So uh, I, 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 kudos to uh, Diego, who's there behind the board, smiling. He's a musician, so he knows good music. You know that. So anyway, you know what? Unfortunately, these cops they were damned if they do, damned if they don't, because technically, I would think they would have had a right to use a gun because if they got that many people on them and they render them unconscious, they could take their guns anyway. But we're not living in that day and age anymore. My brother, actually, my my younger brother wore the badge back in the late 80s, early 90s. And, uh, you know, it's just a totally different time now. But unfortunately, to Stan and everyone that votes for Democrats, this is what you get. The Democrats now are communists. They're out to destroy the country. And Sam, I mean, Stan does not sound like a stupid man. I just don't understand why he can't see the light. Yeah, he uh, he's kind of got that orange man bad syndrome. But the one thing I will say about Stan, he is a veteran. Uh, and so I appreciate that. And I always love hearing from all different sides. But, you know, a lot of his comments are, yeah, kind of loony kazoony. I'll give you that one for sure, Joaquin. There's no doubt about it. Most importantly, you guys, we got to protect our men and women in blue. Because if these guys, like those migrants that were beating up on cops... Imagine what they would have done to citizens. They have crossed the line, throw the book at them, and also we have to protect our communities.